Good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Couldn't cut any cut again. Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Kadagi, to all my friends and relatives in four directions. You're listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. Hey, we discuss local and national Native news and events, and as you know, Haley, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. You're absolutely right, Robert. This portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Hey, uh, we're going to start the show off uh, right away here, Wendy and Haley, and I'm hoping uh, uh, State Representative Heather Keeler, are you there? I am. Hey, thank you so much for stopping in uh, and appreciate uh, you stopping in. It's rough times. It's seasonal change, things going on in the news, uh, and uh, maybe we can talk a little bit about mental health. Yeah. Um, Well, First, thanks for having me. I feel like I kind of keep showing back up and having these really in-depth conversations. But I I think, Robert, you and Wendy know that, you know, in the three years that I've been in this work, I've really advocated for us to normalize the conversation around where we are with our mental health. And, um, you know, I have two feathers consulting, so I out... I'm out, I'm doing a lot of conversations with community around holistic health and making sure that um, as we take care of ourselves, it's not just a physical part of our body, right? Most people are like, oh, I have strep throat, so I'm going to take antibiotics and get better. But realistically, if we're not holistically aligned, we're just not strong in our foundation, and that includes our mental, um, emotional, and spiritual health. And so, um you know, just continuing to address that. I think two political pieces that we enacted this year was our paid family medical leave and our earned sick and safe time, Mm -hmm. which is saying to employers that when your employees need time off to address mental health concerns, um, they should be allotted that time. And as somebody who very publicly addresses my own mental health ups and downs in this world. Um, I, I, you know, I have to be honest, I'm disappointed in our work, our employers continuously saying like, well, our employees don't really need time off for mental health. And we've seen it play out um, individually and in our communities and how it impacts our next generations. And so I guess in this space, I just really want to encourage people to normalize the conversation Um, I think, too, as we go into darker days, you know, longer nights, the weather changes, financial obligations are getting, you know, really hard on families. Uh, We just took on all of our student debt again. Um, That those are reasons that really impact our mental health. And I want to create spaces that we can actually talk about it in a kind and compassionate way um, versus this weird kind of stigmatization that we have around mental health. Heather, I'm so happy that you are talking about this. I think it's really, really so important. And I'm all for the holistic uh, portion of the mental health. I think people really need to do things, you know, for themselves to just help themselves rest when you need to rest. It's not, you know, people sometimes I know for myself, it's like, just to rest and veg out on the couch for me for one day is like so hard and I feel guilty about it. We have to like normalize that too. Like it's okay to rest when you're, when you're feeling, you know, that like things are really heavy on your, on your, on your mental state, you know, and as a, as a retired pharmacist, I just want to put this out there too, that um, medication is okay. Like you mentioned, you know, you have a strep throat and you take antibiotics, but if you have high blood pressure, you take high blood pressure medication. If you have diabetes, you take insulin and other medication. And if you have mental health issues, it's okay to take medication because there are chemicals in the brain that sometimes just don't work and we need to replenish those chemicals with 
uh, medications. So I don't want, yeah. you know, people to feel like, and I know, um, you know, 26 years of being a pharmacist, I had so many patients who were like, well, I don't want to take medication. I don't want to take medication. And it was really a hard sell sometimes to just say, you know, if you had high blood pressure, you would. Why, why right. you know, why is this different? So I really appreciate right. you being on today, coming on at the last minute. I'm really addressing something that actually affects every single person, really. Yeah. And I think too, like we have to understand that you know, we should treat it like we do other diseases. Mm -hmm. And I say that, you know, really intentionally that, um, you know, when we have to address our mental health stability, it's not just because we want to go out and get our nails done one day. And you know what I mean? We are really struggling. And I would say specifically men in our community, you know, I think there's gender roles that allow us to believe, like I grew up in a military family. My dad was very firm in, and I love my dad, but very firm in, you know, don't you dare cry. That, that's a sign of weakness. Don't show your emotions to people. It'll show where your soft spots are. And I think we really need to normalize that, like, men carry a burden to take care of families. Financially, we're in a really hard time just in America in general. Um, and what that does to us as individuals um, really does, you know, realign kind of the whole chemistry that's happening in our brains. And um, as somebody who attempted suicide in high school, who has really had those thoughts as an adult, um, I, I guess, want to normalize how we navigate that. And as I go out and have these conversations as the representative um, and listen to our employers kind of make fun of people requesting time off for their mental health needs, tells me that we have a really big societal issue in addressing this. And, um, you know, when, when Robert called me, I said, this is what I want to talk about because without putting a lot of our personal information out there, um, you know, we're really dealing with this in my own community and we see it play out in our school systems in our football programs, and within our young adults here. And so I just, you know, as a message to anybody who's listening to this, Um, or maybe who could share this with somebody, you know, taking care of yourself. And I've said this, like it's that oxygen on an airplane mentality. You have to put your air mask on yourself first before you can ever help anybody else. And as a legislator, I've really had to practice that on my own because we're, we're pushed to take care of everybody else. But if you don't have a strong foundation in yourself, you can't build a house for everybody else to be, you know, healthy. In. And so I just really want the individuals in the world who feel like they're caring a lot, who feel like financially things are heavy in their life, um, that we see you and you're loved and you matter and the help that you need um, is out there. And I really encourage us to support the people around us in, you know, when they're in those spaces. Yeah, Heather, I really appreciate you coming on and talking about this because it's huge. And I, I also want to give you an opportunity here in this last minute and a half to uh, shout out uh, how people can get a hold of your your, uh, your business and wh- where your website is. So uh, groups and businesses need you to come in and talk to them about a lot of things. This is one of the things that you do talk about. And uh, yep. go ahead. So I have... Two Feathers LLC, spelled out the letter two. Um, and what I do is I go and I do keynote speaking, motivational speaking to really talk to groups, um, especially groups that are in areas of love and that activism area, especially mental health, um, ending homelessness, areas around sex trafficking is that um, for us to go out and do this work, as I know before, I mean, I've been doing this work for almost 30 years of my life that to do the work for others, we have to take care of ourselves first. And so I go out and do those conversations and remind people that it's okay to take time for yourself. Twofeathersllc.com. Thank you again, Peeny Gigi, big Peeny Gigi. I, I really appreciate it. I know Wendy and I and Haley really appreciate when you can spend some time with us. Um, have a good day. And again, Peeny Gigi for coming in. You are my Robert. You take care of yourself. You're part of that. Peeny Gigi, thank you. Hey, that was uh, State Representative Heather Keeler. What a trooper Mm -hmm. and what uh, good words to, to go by. Absolutely.
Hey, you're listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake, and up next, we've got a little surprise. We'll be right back after this short break. Stay with us. I heard sex trafficking happens a lot in Indian country. What is that? Here are some of the real reasons why sex trafficking happens in Indian country. Unequal gender roles that were forced on us by colonization. Communities don't have enough resources. Silence around domestic and sexual violence. Lack of attention and justice for missing and murdered indigenous people. There's a lot of behavior that keeps our communities out of balance. These are just a few true reasons why Native communities are targeted by traffickers. When these acts of violence happen in our communities, it opens us all up for exploitation. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Bonjour. Hello. My name is Wabin. I am an enrolled member of the White Earth Nation, descendant of the Navajo Nation, and co-chair of the Indigenous Employee Resource Group with the Minnesota Department of Transportation. MnDOT is hiring for a variety of positions from road maintenance to accounting and more. We offer great benefits. For more information or to set up a one-on-one resume and application assistance, visit mn.gov slash careers or you can text or call 612-257-2388. 612-257-2388. Hey, it's Tom. Since 2009, All Energy Solar has been providing solar energy solutions to customers. With fully licensed electricians and installers, you can be sure that your solar installation will go smoothly. The team at All Energy Solar understands that every customer is unique. They'll take the time to survey and understand your property to find a solar solution that works for you. One of the biggest advantages of going solar is the opportunity to take advantage of the many solar incentives available. But it can often be confusing to know what you're qualified for. All Energy Solar Professionals will help you find out what savings you can apply for and even help with your applications. This is especially important since many rebate programs have limited capacity and are first come first serve. So it's important to have a professional on your side who will make sure you get every eligible rebate. Get a free no-obligation assessment from all Energy Solar's commercial solar specialists by calling 800-620-3370 or visit allenergysolar.com. You're listening to Native Roots Radio. This is Spirit from Reservation Dogs. Get up and listen. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Native American Community Clinic or NAC on Franklin Avenue in Minneapolis, honoring health and tradition. And just before the break, we had a quick but uh, deep conversation, which we're very grateful for, as always, with Representative Heather Keeler. And I just want to throw out these resources quickly, but the number for the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline number to call and text, as always, is 988. And for Native-specific care, you can call or text Strong Hearts Native Helpline at one eight four four seven native one eight four four seven six two eighty four eighty three. Uh, touche. That's awesome, mm-hmm. Haley. Maybe we can bring that number up at the end of the segment or in the beginning of the next segment, too. That's uh, a good call there. And uh, when we're talking about that, Wendy. Uh, it is. It's just it's really, really a hard thing. And I honestly, I don't feel like there's enough mental health providers out there to take care of everybody who needs mental health um, intervention. I know, you know, when I worked at the University of Minnesota, we often had to refer people out uh, of our um, network because we just didn't have enough, you know, people to take care of everybody. So um, if you're thinking about a career, mental health is a good career to get into and you can help a lot of people. So we need them. You know, even just a seasonal change yes. and things like that, mm-hmm. that, you know, for me, they don't bother me, yeah. but boy, they bother a lot of mm-hmm. people and you got to acknowledge that. Yes, definitely. Listen, you know, I remember going to work. I'd get up in the morning. It would be dark. I would get to work. I would work all day in the light at work and not have any windows because uh. a lot of times being a pharmacist, we were off to the side or in the back or in a basement with no windows I would leave work and it would be dark. So I never saw daylight for months in the winter. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, even when I was at Walgreens years ago, you know, the pharmacy is all the way in the back. I mean, you do get a little light from the windows in the front of the store, but not really. 
Well, we watched 60 Minutes yesterday, and it was talking about, you know, not just the airborne um, COVID was flying around and people weren't really studying that when it first came out. It was kind of about that. But to me, it was just like health. When I was in the classroom, we didn't have any windows, but I wanted to open up that door and make sure there was some circulation just Mm -hmm. to get sleepy and all those things that come with it. And who knows what kind of air I was breathing. Right. Yeah. We have to stay healthy. And, you know, really take a day and just rest. It's okay to rest and just take your time and not have to, you could put things off, you know, and not feel guilty about it. I have to always con- convince myself and talk myself into just like, you're tired. Just stay on the couch and binge watch something. You don't have to do stuff all the time. I know. Uh, I I don't know. I've I've gotten to that point where I am doing stuff all the time. Mm, and where I when I first you met are. you, I was very sleepy most of the time. <laughs> now we're, cha- we're trading yeah, spots. Roles. We are changing roles. <laughs> now you're the one working... 24 7 and i'm kind of like it's okay lay on the couch binge, binge can, watch can you some... make dinner once a month <laughs> uh, yeah but I it know. was great that uh state representative Heather yeah, Taylor she's could jump awesome. in. she does great work she's yeah. all for the people she has a good heart she's doing things for the right reasons mm-hmm. yeah it is and and like you know we don't know yet i i, I'm, I just said this to you yesterday this matthew perry oh Death bothering me. Like I feel really sad about it, and we don't know uh, the bottom line yet. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't know the toxicology report's going to take a while to come out, and they're just speculating. Whatever. We all know that he had problems with drug and alcohol for years and years and years, and had been in rehab for a really long time. A bunch of yeah. Them. He wrote a memoir, mm-hmm. and uh, the police did say that they found prescription medications at his house, pain medications, anti-anxiety medication, antidepressants. They didn't find anything illegal, mm-hmm. but I'm sure he suffered from you know many you know mental health issues. Well, it reminds me of a, a and I old just feel old... bad about it, and I just. Sad that he's gone. His yeah. dog, he left, you know, his dog's left behind. Mm. So I was, first I was thinking, well, maybe it was suicide. Maybe he just like offed himself. But I think he like loved this dog so much that I don't know if he would have. I mean, like, I think like my dog Wanda would like help me, help and stop me from doing that because I wouldn't want to leave her. Sure. And one of the friends, um, I can't remember her name. She's going to, not Jennifer Aniston or whatever, the other one, is going to adopt the dog. dog, Pretty much, yeah. Sorry, Haley, what were you saying? No, I was just saying it was very concerning. I don't know if you guys took a look at his Instagram at all, but it kind of looked like he knew. Yeah, really. That it was going to happen or something was going to happen. And there was a lot of weird signals beforehand that i think were overlooked not so much with uh matthew perry but just generally speaking Mm -hmm. when you were speaking there wendy uh, reminds me of an old saying when i first sobered up is that you can't compare your insides with people's outsides and when you see somebody that supposedly had everything but had massive demons Mm -hmm. and you couldn't tell you couldn't tell from the outside yeah yeah well, hopefully, you know, now he's in a better place and mm-hmm. the family and friends, close friends have to mourn. Yeah. And life goes on and hopefully, you know, you know when somebody you... will be helped by what happened to him. You know, I kind of felt the same way and this is uh, off subject because it wasn't um, depression or anything mm-hmm. or drug abuse. But when Princess Diana died, because mm. she's the same age as us. Mm-hmm. That was like a shocker, that bothered, and, and that, yeah, and that the, bothered me. And I wasn't really a big king and queen kind yeah. of person; just the age. Yeah, that bo- her death bothered me too. I remember that. Yeah, isn't it funny? It's just like some people that you see, and I was not a big Princess Di fan either. No. But it really, you know, when Prince died, that yeah, you know, it's just yeah, you know, these public figures, Michael Jackson, yeah, a lot of the like old rock stars too, and the and the whole grunge rock scene. I know right. my favorite male artist of all time, Chris, Chris Cornell, Cornell. Audio Slave, and, and his passing of you know 
that circumstance. That was really hard. And I grew up listening to his music with my dad uh, was a big influence in that. And um, those, again, you can hear it in a lot of his lyrics, unfortunately. But yeah, it's hard. Yeah, somebody just mentioned Whitney Houston set you know sent her off. Yeah, and uh, I know Tom Petty. That one bothered me a lot too. You know. Yeah. So yeah, I mean the list goes on and on. Like you don't know these people; they're in your life a little bit. You listen to their music or you watch them on TV. And well, I think somebody like Amy Whitehouse, you kind of saw it coming. Mm-hmm. But these other people you're speaking of was l- l- startling. Yeah. And, you know, we don't know them or follow them around, but, you know, Amy was deteriorating Mm -hmm. before our eyes Mm -hmm. and she didn't want to go to rehab. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And Willie Nelson lives on. Yeah. (laughs) But that's because he smokes marijuana. Um, Probably. Yeah. Right, uh, Haley? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knows? But, yeah, unfortunately, there is quite a few... um, unfortunate events that happened this weekend you know the hockey player out of hibbing um adam johnson i mean that was such a freak accident but again we've seen it happen before in hockey and what happened to oh okay um so yeah i don't know oh i've probably so it's okay so adam johnson of hibbing minnesota played here in hibbing high school he played for the university of minnesota duluth and then he played for a couple years with the pittsburgh penguins Mm -hmm. um but unfortunately he died this weekend during a hockey game between the british nottingham panthers and the the sheffield steelers um both teams are part of the elite ice hockey league um out of Britain there, but the game came to an abrupt halt and fans were asked to evacuate after Johnson took the blade of Matt Peckrave's skate to the neck. Oh my God. Um, the, the neck and throat area, which caused severe bleeding in which Johnson collapsed on the ice and was given immediate medical attention. Um, he was able to try and skate off, but unfortunately later did not survive the inner, the injury that he sustained. Um, and I, yeah, I really suggest that you don't go back and look at the replay. Um, it truly was really hard to watch. Uh, my stomach was turned for hours. Mm. And fans in attendance, you know, are saying that they're traumatized. And oh. Yeah. And I just, this reminds me similarly of, um, who was it back in, I think, 89? It was goaltender Clint Malarchuk's neck injury, which he actually survived. Mm-hmm. Same thing was a goaltender uh, skate to the neck. and wow. Well, and then the late, great uh, Henry Boucher, whose career was cut short uh, because he was hit in the eye with the back end of a stick and uh, mm-hmm. blood all over the arena. And uh, it, uh, it's hard to watch. Uh, yeah, so and he's very so, hard. Uh, yeah. So condolences to his family and the whole hockey community and everyone that was there, his teammates, his family and – and his loved ones. Well, Wendy and Haley, that kind of goes back to what state representatives talking about. You know, I, you have to be able to give it away. You have to have it to give it away, whether it's support and, and mental health and take care of yourself. And, you know, imagining people that uh, were at that arena really mm-hmm. need to take care of themselves. Yeah. Haley had that response over the camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, people at the other game, too. I mean, back in 89, um, you had 11 fans fainted, two had heart attacks, and three players vomited on the ice back then. Wow. 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 Hey, uh, you're listening to Native Fritz Radio Presents I'm Awake, and uh, we're going to have Dr. Stately on next, I think, and uh, we're going to talk about what Dr. Stately is doing right now, and uh, it'll be good to see and hear from him. He's been... uh, He's been a little under the weather for, I think it's been a month since we've had him on, so it'll be good to have him on. Yeah, looking forward to it. Stay with us. You're listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and Strong Hearts Native Helpline is here to help. If you are experiencing domestic or sexual violence, Strong Hearts advocates provide culturally appropriate support and advocacy for Native Americans and Alaska Natives. Free, confidential, anonymous, 24-7. Strong Hearts advocates are Native American and take a Native-centered approach to every contact. Call or text 1-844-762-8483. That's 1-844-7-NATIVE. Or chat online at www.strongheartshelpline.org. 
Hi, this is Gina. Matthew, I will not read this next line. I'll be your snookum wookums. Fine. My husband is the sexiest radio host in Minnesota, Matt McNeil. Dang straight. When it came time to replace my vehicle, I wanted an option that was safe in the environment. I wanted a hybrid. My RAV4 hybrid is a greener vehicle without sacrificing style and comfort. I love my Toyota hybrid. Toyota hybrids are incredibly fuel efficient. Test drive one today at Rudy Luther Toyota, 394 and 169 in Golden Valley. In this critical time for Indian country, voting is crucial to protecting the land, water, and communities. Voting creates collective power in securing our planet's future amid climate chaos. Engage in personal conversations with loved ones to ensure they are making informed voting choices. Register to vote. And don't forget that 16- and 17-year-olds can pre-register to vote in Minnesota. NACTI is asking us to stand together and make voting a tradition. Go to NACTI.org to learn more and make your pledge to vote. Don't drive too fast or you will miss Scott Jamama's Hot Barbecue. Scott Jamama's offers huge taste out of a little place. Located at 3 West Diamond Lake Road near the intersection of Nicolette Avenue and West Diamond Lake Road in Minneapolis, this tiny hole in the wall offers mouth-watering baby back ribs, grilled chicken, and half-pound pulled pork sandwiches. Don't forget to add the potato salad, spicy baked beans, twice-baked potatoes, and delicious desserts. Find their hours and full menu at scottjamamas.com. Temperatures are cooling off and fall migration is underway. Do you know what that means? Eagle viewing season is almost here, and the National Eagle Center is your headquarters for information and experiences. This winter, experience bald and golden eagles in the wild with an unforgettable expert-led field trip. Plan your private eagle habitat tour and learn where the best eagle viewing is with weekly eagle counts. Plus, you can visit the eagles at the center all season long. Plan your visit or experience today online at nationaleaglecenter.org. Mental health and substance use disorders are complex, stigmatizing, and can be overwhelming issues for families to face. Finding the right diagnosis and care can sometimes feel impossible, especially when you don't know where to start looking. Hazelden Betty Ford understands what your family is going through. Hazelden Betty Ford's patient access team will direct you towards a clear path forward in network with most insurances. This message is brought to you by Hazelden Betty Ford, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. Seward Co-op is now offering convenient self-serve and prepackaged hot options and salad bars at both the Franklin and Friendship stores. Breakfast items available daily until 11 a.m. and brunch served all day every Sunday. Their weekly lunch and dinner menus highlight cuisines from around the world. They offer vegan, vegetarian, and gluten-free options daily. 95% of the ingredients used are organic from small-scale, local community food producers whenever possible. More at seward.coop. With your AM 950 weather, I'm Brett Johnson. Look for some light snow tonight with a low around 26, Tuesday partly cloudy with a high near 34, and Wednesday partly sunny with a high around 37. Nightingale at 26th and Lindale in Minneapolis is your cozy neighborhood bar and restaurant. Come in for dinner and drinks. Favorites include the pan-roasted halibut and famous Nightingale burger and fries, while for dessert, make sure you check out the chocolate pot de creme. Open daily 5 p.m. to 1 a.m. with dinner until midnight. More at NightingaleMPLS.com. Hi, I'm Jane Fonda, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Native Roots Radio Network on Patreon. Support honest Native news from Natives themselves. Native Roots Radio Network on Patreon. What a great organization I hear, Wendy. It is. Woo-hoo. <laughs> yeah. Woo-hoo. Hey, uh, we have uh, Dr. Stately on here. And Dr. Stately, we uh, let off the show with uh, State Representative Heather Keeler, and we were talking a lot about mental health and uh, you know weather change and deep stuff and um you know i think it's i'm glad you're on here and it's important to to maybe keep that conversation going but i also want to say uh, i hope you're feeling good uh, last time we talked you weren't feeling too well and and then the week before that you had covid so we're really appreciative that one that you're on but two that you're looking looking pretty healthy for an old guy oh wow <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, wow, wow. okay it's like that today. No, I'm, um, I'm, I'm doing let me roll up my sleeves here <laughs> take my earrings off um 
I'm doing well. Actually, I feel better today. I had a little bit of a migraine this morning. I woke up with one. I think it's, I'm not sure if it's really COVID, but I'll, um, I'm a byproduct of COVID, but I, I had a sinus infection, a pretty, pretty dastardly one right after I got done with COVID. So, and I get those about every four to five years, usually as a result of like me not sleeping enough, working too much, generally not taking care of myself, but I also get them regularly since pretty much ever since I tested HIV positive in 1992. I get them kind of like clockwork. I can always predict when I'm getting them too. So I headed this one off at the path a little bit. I got the, I got medicines before it was full blown. So, but it's creating headaches for me and just general sense of malaise, which is never fun, especially when the weather turns yucky. You're like, oh, it's yucky inside my head and it's yucky outside my house. And, you know, so. <laughs> well, but we're glad. You know what? One of the things I love about this, this is actually my favorite season of the year, like hot fall, but it feels mm-hmm. like fall was only like three weeks long too. So like that's the challenge here. You know, it was like 90 degrees three weeks ago and now it's... Yeah. 27 and it's supposed to snow tonight and you know and i was caught off guard i got a bunch of trees 17 trees on my property with a bunch of leaves all over the ground so i got i'm i'm making a pot of chili because it's cold i'm gonna burn leaves tonight and try to like you know um you know mother earth she caught me off guard with her little (laughs) early baboon here you know well, what's fun is that uh, I'm no longer on weaf- leaf duty here because we have a, what is it called, Wendy? A, a prairie garden. A prairie garden. So that's part of the natural process is let those leaves garden. come down and uh, fertilize the prairie garden. And they turn to dirt. Yeah. And they decay. So I, we tried, to, I tried to mulch them, but I, like, have you ever had 17 trees on a quarter, <laughs> or a three, um, three quarters, of, not a three quarters, but... About just half of a half of an acre, seventeen trees around a house, and it's like, yeah, wow, yeah. I guess I, I bought the house to... right around the time I had COVID, so oh. my brain probably wasn't working very well, <laughs> yeah. and it was really beautiful. I was like, oh, this is a gorgeous, gorgeous house. Right. You know, oh, all these yeah. leaves have to go somewhere. I never really thought of that, actually. Well, let them let them just uh, fall just, into dust. Just rake them up yeah. by the, you know, rake them in like your flower beds or rake them, you know, off your sidewalk, but leave them. Love yeah. Them. All the little critters. Yeah, Haley, Haley said it. Leaf them. them. Leaf them. There you go. Leaf them. Yeah. They're called leaves for a reason. Leave them. Yes. 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 Definitely. That's what I say. Yeah, Definitely. Well, yeah. you know, and it's interesting too, Dr. Staley, I, I think some people, including myself, I'm not a good patient. So when I do not feel good, it's like, take me to emergency. I I, I don't feel good. And it's like overreacting a little oh, bit, Wendy. You're, oh, you're that I'm one of those. Yeah, he's kind of, um, <laughs> I don't know, man baby? Is that Easy. what you call it? Man baby? Man, yeah, man baby. Yeah, like well, yeah. <laughs> I got a boo boo. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I'm a, I'm the I'm the worst patient in the other direction. So I like go like I don't really like I I did a good job this time, but most of the time I'm like I'm kind of just plowing through life, you know, and then I hit a wall, which is kind of actually what I did on the day I got sick with COVID. I hit a wall, and mm. and then um. Um, and then I just want to go into my room and I want to close the door. I don't want anybody to bother me, you know, like, and, you know, I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm a good sized fella. I'm not going to die if I don't eat for a few days. So, um, at least I don't think I will, but, um, you know, I, I could lose, I could lose a few pounds, you know, before I die. Um, so I just go in my room and I shut her in place and I just stay there for a while. Cause I just, it's, you know, usually if I don't feel well, I just want to be left alone and, yeah. You know, yeah. until I when feel he... a little bit better. And then I can get up and kind of like, you know, you know, engage what... with human beings in a good way. 
<laughs> well, Wendy's kind of like that too. Uh, Wendy, uh, well, she goes through pain and and misery, and I don't even know if she's going through that. And then I find out a couple of weeks later, like you know, I almost cut my arm off, and I went, "Really? I didn't know that." But you, you're you're a trooper, <laughs> right, Wendy? <Yeah. laughs> it's fun, right, Wendy? I just keep it all to myself. I know, and it's just like I I I stub my toe again. Can we go to emergency, please? <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of that has to do with like the way you grew up. Like, I grew, I was a middle child, so like the people at the top got a lot of attention. The ones down in the bottom got a lot of attention. And I just kind of had to sort of muddle through life and figure oh. stuff out. Like, you know, if I if I lost a limb, which I no, did lose a finger, um, but if I lost a limb, I would probably have to figure out like how to keep it attached for a period of time. And, <laughs> you, know, you know, like walk home from school with it, carrying it in my arms. Oh, oh no! I'm, you know, I'm a little. I'm also a little prone to drama. Just yeah. I guess I guess I could be called King Baby then. <laughs> King you baby. know, I don't know the shoe. If you know, yeah. as they say, if the pump the moccasin, yeah, the moccasin fits. Yeah, yes. Tomorrow I'm working on my costume for tomorrow. So knack. Oh. Dresses up what like is that. your costume? I can't tell you because then oh. somebody from Knack might hear it and then... Oh, yeah. okay. Will you take pictures so that we could put them up maybe? I will. I'll like show them to you later and like maybe okay. I'll send them to you at the end of the day and, you know, for a good laugh with your... The people who are able to watch on the streaming, they can kind of get a kick out of my costume. So well, remember a couple I mean, of years ago, I went as um, Auntie, um, Auntie Annette. Oh my <laughs> God, that would have been like, so oh. funny. When his Auntie Annette and she, you know, she was decked out in, you know, moccasins and, you know, camouflage yoga pants. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Wendy, you're going to either be a bee or a big dog that looks like a a bear. Yes. We use the same costumes every year and we just bring them over to our godchildren and we go trick-or-treating with them. So we have a big dog costume. And then we have a bumblebee, and then there's a French fries. You could be also be French fries. So yeah. French fries, yeah. yeah. So the adults just kind of change off, and then wow. the kids are whatever they want to be. That's cool. Tomorrow is supposed to be really, really cold. So like I when know. you go trick or treating, uh, wear the costume that's the warmest, and then give Robert the one that has no pants. They're yeah, both pretty warm. They are pretty warm. Yeah, I could be <laughs> awesome. this year. Just because that's yeah, the, like a big oversized uh, hoodie. Yeah, it's really padding. cute and warm. Yeah. So. Our good friend uh, Angie Vig, Robert, she she told me that I should dress up as you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. well, that well, would be awesome. Like, yeah. Uh, well, how would we'll you do, do this it? next year? You and I will do this next year. Like, you can go as Robert, and I'll go as um, Wendy. Yes. <laughs> 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 yeah. you, Robert, some type of. T-shirt and a, <laughs> a headband around the head or something. Yeah, with pony, yeah. ponytail with, with thin, and glasses. Little and, thin mm-hmm. ponytail and a white goatee. Yeah, put yep. a white goatee yeah. around. Oh, Thick yeah. eyebrows. Easy. Caterpillars. Yeah, Have them look like caterpillars. <laughs> what the heck? Caterpillars. <laughs> wow, you're getting roasted tonight. <laughs> and I'm the host of this show. Ho. Host the roast. Um, caterpillars do i need to thin these out is that what the deal is we have we have a uh, (laughs) person listening on facebook who just commented most men are big babies oh (laughs) right we agree yeah Yeah. women well they are the weaker sex that's for sure yeah i mean it's like really think about it robert if like we actually had to give a birth to a child like it's I don't know. What? I can't you imagine said, that. I think I would pass out. I would think I would like just literally pass out in the process. Well, Wendy, what did I always say to you? We only got a minute and a oh, half I left here. Know if well, I don't even know. Oh, I know. Robert would yeah. say to me, oh, my gosh, if I had my monthlies, I would have to be in the, you know, doctor. I'd have to go to emergency every month <laughs> if I was a woman and I had my monthlies. would <laughs> be like, I'd be in the ER the week before, the week of, and then the week after. <laughs> week so after. you'd really only be available for a week every month. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. That's, 
God. Wow. Well, before we close for the evening, I would encourage everybody to remember that this is the season to get quiet, go inward. In our traditional culture, we usually tell stories. So mm-hmm. Tonight, you can tell spooky stories, tell stories about the dear lady and why it's important to be really good relatives to women and to elders and everybody in your community, those kinds of things. Right. The, the, this is the, my favorite part of the wintertime you know, historically and also contemporaneously is just like, it's a really great time to hunker down, stay indoors, laugh, share food, share stories, um, and take care of one another. Just be really yeah. close. Definitely. Well, Dr. Stately, I don't wear know a mask you... though. If you have COVID. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Dr. Stately, I don't know if you have to go because we were going to schedule for another segment, but, uh, yeah, we don't understand. I just have to go have... my chili. I'll come back. You got a commercial break to do that. Oh, uh, we're here with Dr. Stately, and we're talking scary stuff here on Native Ritz Radio and also a little mental health stuff. Mm -hmm. Important stuff. Stay with us. This is Native Ritz Radio. Ever wonder how far you could go with a master's degree, graduate certificate, or a doctoral degree? Metro State University is hosting a graduate program preview day on Tuesday, November 14th. Explore more than 25 graduate programs, meet faculty and students, and discover resources available to help you take the next step in your career. Sign up today at metrostate.edu slash preview day. Know your power. Metro State University. The Park Tavern is your go-to destination for fun. Your friends and your family will have a great time with the fantastic food like the pizzas, appetizers, burgers, entrees, and sandwiches, the best bowling in Minnesota, the wildly popular outdoor patio, great drink specials, all the big games on their numerous screens, and it's the perfect place for your next private event, even large gatherings for over 200. The Park Tavern is your go-to destination for everyone age 1 to 100. Come see for yourself. Have fun at the Park Tavern, Louisiana Avenue, north of Highway 7 in St. Louis Park. Join the team that saves lives. About 2,300 people in Minnesota are waiting for a life-saving transplant at this very moment. And while men are more likely to need a transplant, they're less likely than women to register as organ donors. No matter your age or health, let's help tackle the waiting list. Make your game plan to register as a donor today at life-source.org. That's life-source.org. Sponsored by LifeSource, this station, and the Minnesota Broadcasters Association. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live live and and let let howl. howl. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Wow, we should uh, record that one and use that one forever. There you go. Good one, Dr. Staley, jumping right in there. We're um, in unison. Like a boy band. Hey, <laughs> hey, we're here with um, Dr. Stately, Wendy, and earlier we had uh, State Representative Heather Keeler on, and we're ta- having a little fun here, but we were also talking uh, a little serious about uh, mental health and uh, seasonal change, and it's hard to watch the news, and icons are falling that uh, maybe aren't really uh, native, and all these things that are happening that are, are kind of adding up to some some bleakness here. 
Yeah, I think, you know, um, there's been a lot of really um, big things and smaller things. I mean, I just think about like, you know, every morning I get up in the morning, I turn on NPRs and making my coffee and making the breakfast, getting the boys off and that kind of stuff. And like all this morning, it was just like um, Steve Inscape was um, reporting from, um, you know, Israel. Oh. about the about the conflict and it is such a just you know that that is a situation in which um there's not going to be a quick resolution and there's the scale of suffering is just going to be you know um, um demonstrable right um and intractable for a really long time and it's just so hard to listen to those stories and at some point in time i have to turn it off because i like you know it's kind of like and say a prayer, and I think about um, you know the own the um, the other things that are going on in our in our, in our immediate world right around us. We have we're heading into winter. We had our first um, below freezing um, day overnight. Um, we'll have our first snow tonight um, down here in southern Minnesota, at least. Um, and temperatures are dropping fairly rapidly, and um, you know we have a lot of people in our community who are unsheltered. Yeah. We have a lot of people who are struggling with so many things. So it's easy for us, if especially if we ourselves are in that situation or we have a friend or we have a relative or we have somebody who is meaningful that's struggling in that way for us to also be impacted by that. And, you know, we, we need, <clears throat> we need to sometimes like pay attention to the, to the, to the, um, the emotions and the stress and the, and all of the, um, psychological sort of fallout from that. Um, it's easy to become, you know, um, less able to um, manage. The The antidote to that is to be around people. The antidote is to, like, you know, talk to somebody who you trust in your family and in your community. Um, let people know you're struggling. Um, you know, um, Say some prayers yourself. Put down some tobacco and put up some prayers, and ask the people around you to um, put up some prayers for you as well. And um, uh, there's, and and most importantly, if you are feeling like the impulse to hurt yourself or harm yourself or harm others, like is to seek help. You know, there's some good resources out there. There's NAC has a mental health program. The Mental Visitor Clinic in South Minneapolis has a pediatric mental health ex, um, um, clinic for young people under the age of 21 who are struggling with um, mental health problems and challenges. And they're they're a they're a bunch there. That's an age range that is really struggling at this um, moment yeah. in time. Um, and then our elders don't forget to forget our elders. Our elders. You know, a lot of them live alone by themselves, maybe in supportive housing, and they, you know, they could use a visitor or they could use somebody checking in on them. So, really, right. really good, really good, good points. And uh, um, I was going to mention that it's uh, the young ones have gone through COVID, uh, you know, school, uh, a lot of growth, whether it's, um, you know, peer groups and things like that. And it's just, yeah, we got to get back to community and, and make the yeah. community stronger. And they, Yeah. Everybody has experienced some loss over the last couple of years. Like young people, they lost, you know, connection with their friends. They've lost um, relationships. They've lost some stability and some predictability to their lives. Right. You know, kind of on a walk through life thinking like, us having a certain amount of confidence that certain things would unfold in a specific way. And that has, you know, the pandemic really challenged that and all of the things that happened after the pandemic, um, you know, the scale of the, of the loss for people can feel really immense. And for young people, they don't have a lot of tools all the time to be able to sort of manage loss at that scale. And so doing things like checking in on them, asking them how they are, um, paying attention to, um, who and what they're doing online and who they're talking to um, in their social media and those kinds of things is yeah. really important. And then reassuring them a lot, making sure they know that they're loved. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I tell Wendy that all the time. <laughs> Almost too much. <laughs> right, Wendy? <laughs> She's just laughing. I embarrassed her on the radio. How was that? 
<laughs> well, you know, the um, the um, the 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 balance, the scales, and the balance in life will come around when you least expect it. There, Robert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, probably well, think- at a, probably about six oh one. Yeah, that's hope. Hey, uh, <laughs> one of the things that's that's we we talked a little bit about is that you have to be. And it's it's really a have to. You have to to be in a good place to give it away. I mean, you have to take care of yourself, take care of yourself, and then take care of others because it's hard to give away something that you don't have. Yeah, for sure. And you know, that that that's the nature of I think. Um, like you know, I talk a lot about this on the radio, but I also talk a lot about this. At work, the idea of being a good relative to everyone. Being a good relative is also not like always just giving everything away. Right. You know, we want to we want to share the things we that Creator has gifted us, but we also want to know realize that there's we have to hold on to some things for ourselves as well. We have to hold on to some of our own energy, some of our own um, the things that feed us and support us and sustain us. Yeah. And you know, some of those things are real things around us some of those things are you know um you know things we don't see and recognize every day so we have to try to pay more attention or we have to remind ourselves like i always remind myself when i'm struggling and i'm having challenging times and i've gone through a couple of really difficult times lately um that remind myself that my ancestors are always behind me i have this whole army of people behind me that i don't can't nobody can really see them but i and I don't see them, so I forget that they're there sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I can close my eyes and ask them to step forward and to support me, especially in challenging times. Um, so that's yeah. an important thing for us to try to remember. Well, totally important. And Dr. Staley, it sounds like uh, the kids are getting into the chili right now, and we're in, we're yeah. ending our show. So you got uh, any uh, last uh, words of wisdom before we let you go? No, I mean, I would just say, like, I wish everybody, you know, enjoy, try to enjoy the transition from fall into winter. It's a beautiful time of year. It's um, one of the um, times of year when everything kind of um, goes quiet. We get quiet outside. We get quiet inside. It gives us time to reflect and to begin to think about, like, you know, what can we look forward to in four, four or five or six months? Um, what new opportunities do we have to do? Um, something um, to help others, to make the world a better place, to make your home a better place, your relationships. These are all times when you can spend reflecting on that. So, Yeah, thank you so much, uh, Dr. Stately. I'm glad you're uh, feeling better. You look good and sound great. Thank you, uh, thank you so much uh, for all your great words and what you do in the community. Hey, if you're listening to the show, you're part of the resistance from Chief Plenty Coops. The ground on which we stand on is sacred ground. It is the blood of our ancestors. We need to resist, divest, join a group, run for office. We're still here. We are the seventh generation. Free Leonard Peltier. Now. now.